This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We've got our take cannons loaded and ready. ready. Absolutely dominant on deep routes. Absolutely dominant on short the routes. boys are back, back. Excellent separation against man coverage. This is Reception Reception the Show. Yo, what's cracking, everybody? James Cole, Matt Harmon here with you, and you're listening to Reception Perception of the Show. All right, great show lined up in, in front of us here today. Going to be talking about Jalen Waddle. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Matt Harmon, my guy, you, you've dropped some dynasty rankings onto the website. Well, I've, I've, they've been up there forever. I've just updated them for the first time since the draft. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, they're, but this is the first time I've ever kept an up-to-date log of the dynasty ranking, or an up-to-date uh Dynasty rankings anywhere is only at receptionperception.com. And I think I've only been doing them the last two years. I didn't do them the first year of the site. Um, you know, this is just, and just for wide receivers. You don't need yes. my dynasty rankings for <laughs> damn running backs or anything like that. Who cares? You find that somewhere else. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So there you go. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, we're going to be talking about Jamar versus Justin Jefferson, a little DK Metcalf, Elijah Moore talk coming up in the podcast as well. But, uh, but we talked about Jalen Waddle. Uh, I'm on Raw St. Brown, the two profile pieces that we're going to be highlighting today. Jalen Waddle, man, um, some surprising findings from me. Okay, I'll go over his raw stats first. 17 games, 117 targets, 75 receptions, uh, 1356 through the air, eight touchdowns, uh, a really solid 64% catch rate. But Matt, where I think I was really surprised was how effective he was on deeper routes. We're talking the corner post in nine. Um, 78.4% success rate on the post and 68.8% success rate on the nine. That surprised me. I'm why did, why did that surprise you? Just cause I mean, he's such a, he's such a speed guy, you know? I mean, he's a, and he just like, he moves so well, man. I think that's, what's really exciting about Jalen Waddle. When you watch him, you know, among the prospects that were charted for the 2021 class, Jalen Waddle actually was number one in success rate versus man coverage at 80.1%. If I remember correctly, um, that guy could just get down the field. Like, I mean, unbelievable speed threat. I yeah. think, you know, it was interesting about, and I know you, you want to talk about the usage for him versus Tyree kill here in a second, but like, 
I think it was a really interesting for, for Jalen Waddle that, you know, when you actually go back and look at these two guys, him and, and Tyree kill in comparison, it was really Jalen Waddle playing like the X receiver role, like not just in, mm-hmm. in the fact that he was lined up outside on 75% of his sample snaps for reception perception. He was on the line for 77.9%. He was also, as you mentioned, not just, running like the downfield routes. Well, those were the routes he was running most often, you know, post routes and then dig routes out routes, like those real X receiver routes. And I mean, he was really fantastic on all of those. I think it was just such a nice step from his rookie season where like, it's kind of crazy to watch what Jalen Waddle was doing last year and then actually go back and watch him in his rookie season with, um, you know, kind of RPO heavy offense, like those pop gun routes and just be like, yeah, this is a guy that, I guess that's the surprise, right? If all you knew about Jalen Waddle was what he did as a rookie and like those short a dot, you know, uh, targets like the short, you know, yards per catch type stuff, and then you saw what he did this year, I guess that would be surprising. But this year's version of Jalen Waddle, or t- the 2022 version of Jalen Waddle, was much more akin to what you'd expect from him if you if you watched him in college, if you if you kind of understood that profile. And this is sort of like my ax to grind with like describing players based on their, you know, yards per route run or their average depth of target or or like that yards per catch or yards per target. It's like a Mm. lot of that is quarterback driven. A lot of that is offense driven. I realize like it's the same quarterback through the first two years with Tua, uh, you know, for Jalen Waddle here, but right. Vastly different offensive designs from what he was doing as a rookie versus what he was doing last year, Jalen Waddle. So I think last year's version is probably the the player, the version of the player that we should expect uh, him to be. I think uh, the reason I am surprised, Matt, is because one, uh, you you kind of figure Tyree Kill would take over that like you know that area of the field going long um, and, and some of the deeper routes. I th- I thought, uh, and I still firmly believe that where Jalen Waddle makes himself a special player isn't on the deep routes, but it's more in the intermediate area of the field. Um, that's where when you watch him play, I'm just like, man, he's just wide open um, yeah. on digs and comebacks and anything in the intermediate area of the field. Also, that is an area where they have done a really good job, and he himself has done a really good job catching intermediate balls and then just house calling them right like that's that's (laughs) what i that's what i love right so when i see that it's 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 some highlight bias but it's also just like you know i guess my what i carry into watching the game tape of jalen waddle of like okay i know he's going to be really great in the short and intermediate areas of the field but then when you look at the numbers of of what you charted not only is he doing that because he is doing that as well but he's also extremely successful over the top and that's why i was surprised Uh, yeah just to kind of put some numbers some rp numbers behind what you were saying there on you know the the what he does in the intermediate areas you know I mentioned he ran the dig route is his most commonly run route or second most commonly run route at 18.2%. The out route, 8.7%, 83% success rate on digs, 78.3% success rate on outs. And a lot of that is against zone coverage. Jalen Waddle, 81.8% success rate versus zone coverage. Like you remember the Dolphins offense, especially at the beginning and then sort of kind of the middle of the season, they were just like, Teams were scared of that speed. Like, right. even though Jalen Waddle didn't show it necessarily as a as a rookie, teams knew he was a fast player. They certainly know Tyree Kill is 
probably one of the best vertical receivers, one of the best speed players to ever like ever touch the t- touch the field. So they were like playing off. They're playing a lot of like soft zone coverage. They weren't getting up and getting physical with these receivers. So like Jalen Waddle was awesome at, at diagnosing those zone coverage plays, like especially work in the middle of the field. Uh, as you mentioned, like he is just. He's, I, I really thought I was really taken aback by like kind of the intelligence uh, of ability to, okay, he's running a dig route and like that guy's in his path. Like he's always going to cross that guy's face. He's always going to come into a spot where Tua can find that, that open zone. Like I mentioned, 81.8% success rate. That's an awesome uh, success rate versus zone coverage score, especially when you're running like downfield routes. Like you're not running a bunch of short routes. So, right. And then, yeah, obviously he was only brought down on first contact on 35% of his in-space attempts. So he is Crazy. great after the catch as well. But I certainly think we see, you know, an ability for Jalen Waddle to win on slant routes to 80% success rate. But yeah, the, the post nine and corner, he is a guy that's going to affect the game at all three levels of the field. He's a guy that's going to take the top off, but he's also going to house it. Like if you get him against zone coverage. He is uh, such a unique and, and fun player and obviously matched in a great spot there with Miami and Mike McDaniel. Yeah, I think what they've done with Mike McDaniel, too, uh, on that offensive scheme, it, it's like they search for, they really look for big plays. Um, and I think that's been mm-hmm. uh, a really, I don't know, it's it's fun football to watch. It really is. I mean, yeah. when you've got Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle out there making, you know, trying to make house calls every single play. That's <laughs> that's a lot of fun, man. Uh, what they got going on in South Beach. Hey, you know the usage too, in terms of of the route percentages, um, the nine post and quarter corner. When you add them all up, it's about thirty percent of his routes going over the top. That's pretty good. Uh, and again, it it sort of belies my expectations of of the player in terms of okay, I thought he was going to run a bunch of digs and slants, which he did, by the way. Uh, ran a dig at 18% slant at 20%. So he's mixed some of that in, but I was surprised. I, I got to be honest with you by how often uh, they throw him in over the top. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, and again, like running those routes from the X receiver position just makes it so much more difficult. Um, they really use Tyree Kill more, and obviously Tyree Kill's uh, RP profile is not on the site yet, but you know, you'll, you'll see, I think, more for him. They used him around the formation, you know, got him off the line of scrimmage, used him in motion, wanted to use him on kind of some gimme routes and stuff like that. I think, number one, because Tyree Kill's a great separator. You know, he's always been uh, an exceptional press coverage beater, an exceptional zone and man coverage beater. Like, he's a full field route runner, in addition to being a great vertical receiver. So I think that they were more probably a little more comfortable with um, him in that sort of layup role, more so necessarily than Jalen Waddle. But yeah, I I was – I was really interested to see how these two guys would like match up with each other or, or how they'd kind of um, how they'd kind of com- like c- complement each other. Really? Jay yeah, yeah, yeah. and Tyree kill, because I wouldn't really say that they're similar players. No. Um, they're both fast guys. They're both explosive. They know how to get open, but I, I think 
there are some differences in their skill sets that make them uh, at least like, again, I was interested to see who would play in each position. Well, cause I thought, um, Jalen Waddle, I thought he might be more of like a vertical slot player coming into the NFL. Mm-hmm. I thought that might end up being his best role, but then he was more of like a short to intermediate slot player. Like I didn't necessarily as a rookie, I didn't necessarily have him pegged as a vertical X receiver. I thought like no. Tyree kill might end up being in that role just because he's been so good against press man coverage. But um, you know, Jalen Waddle obviously was that guy last year and, and the offense did have some great results, but they did, they, they did sort of hit, um, hit a bit of a stall there at different points in the season. And, you know, obviously to his concussions, that was an issue, yeah. but quarterback play ran into, played, played a small part, <laughs> might've played a bit of a small part, but I would say yeah, yeah. too, that, you know, if there's one area where you can kind of critique Jalen Waddle and, and I'm interested in sort of having like a larger conversation about where he ranks among receivers. Like, you know, I'm not like his success rate versus man, 69.7%. That's perfectly fine. It's not a bad number at all. It's it's pretty close to what he did as a rookie. I believe as a rookie, he was around 70%. Um, you know, so that's solid. His success rate versus press is is actually a lot better than it was as a rookie, I think, being healthy. Uh, you know, we also have to remember that was one thing I kept harping on with Jalen Waddle as a rookie. He was still clearly working his way back from like a devastating ankle injury that he went out and played in the national championship game for like no right. reason or, or whatever for Alabama or in the playoffs. I don't know, you know, college football, whatever. Uh, but anyways, seventy point two percent success rate. Seventy point two percent success rate is not bad, but it's like sixty second percentile. It's it's sure. certainly above average. It's a quality score, but I do think that. You know, it's not like Jalen Waddle's fine against press coverage. Tyree Kill, I think, is great against press coverage, but I do think you could ask Jalen Waddle to be slightly better against press coverage, especially on routes like the curl or the comeback, like routes where he needs to snap back. And he doesn't run these routes often, but like right. routes against man coverage, he's going to have to work back to the quarterback, like time that break well. I think he could do that a little bit better. And he's a smaller guy. Like, so maybe press coverage is always going to be like, again, not, an, I don't want to say an issue, but like we're picking nits with receivers. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I don't know. I, um, I, I, I'm curious where, where do you think Jalen, like is Jalen Waddle to you? Is he a true number one? Is he like, where does he rank among receivers right now? Cause you know, I put out that article on Yahoo, like the top 10 receiver top 15 receivers, 25 and, and younger going into the season and I had Waddle 10th and I got a lot of crap for that but um I don't I I don't know this this one small nitpick I think was enough for me to break ties in favor of guys admittedly who are only in their second year like Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson yeah I, I think you got it I, I think you're spot on uh look he's 5'10 180 okay um that certainly is going to play a contributing factor uh, in terms of of beating man press coverage, uh, I mean, you know, you can always get by with technique, but the I always I talk about this all the time. The margin for error gets a lot smaller uh, when you're five ten mm-hmm. one eighty. Uh, like I said, I think you're onto something there because um, if you want to be a dominant um, go to receiver, of course you want to have good zone scores. But uh, and again, we're we're really nitpicking here because we're saying we're who is the elite. Yeah. Uh, who's the elite of the elite? That's what we're saying. But if you want to be in that class, if you want to be in that class, Matt, you know, not only do you got to be zone, but man, you got to be, uh, uh, you know, man press coverage too. Unless, unless you're going to be exclusively in that slot area, right? Uh, where you're, you're yeah. primarily going to be facing zone coverage. But, but again, the usage, Matt, would not tell you that that's how they view nope. um, a, a Jalen Waddle who played about eighty percent of his snaps outside. 
uh, 20% inside. And you, you compare that with what they did with Tyreek Hill, who was more of a movable chess piece, 60% outside for Tyreek Hill, 40% inside. By the way, those numbers, that's very similar to his last couple of years in Kansas City. Andy Reid mm-hmm. kind of figured out, hey, you know, it's probably good to get this guy moving around um, and make him a, a little bit of a matchup nightmare. So um, you're right. Waddle played pretty much an outside receiver, and and that's the, the role that he played. But if you're going to play there, Matt... Uh, dude, you, you got to beat man press coverage. That's just, that's what you got to do. Yeah. And he does beat it. It's just not to the level of some of the like kind of superstar receivers. Right. So I'm, I'm really interested to see this whole dolphins offense this year, man, because a lot of like what Jalen Waddle did does screen, you know, from like a yards per catch, a yards per after the catch per reception. It is a little like 2021 Debo Samuel. We're like, yeah, he ain't going to do that again type thing. Like the regret, everybody's favorite word in fantasy regression, right? <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm, I think this whole offense does kind of have a lot of questions to answer. And again, I, I do think they ran into some trouble when teams like the Chargers, when teams like the 49ers really got up and got physical and were not right. going to let the middle of the field um, be an option for Tua. And some of that's on Tua. I would say like probably 80% of it is on Tua and then, but the other uh, yeah. 20%, the other 20% falls somewhere yeah. on the receivers. And as much as we like Jalen Waddle, I mean, Tyree kills just a proven press coverage beater. Yep. Um, I think we know of the two who, who that probably falls on that, that 20%, it's a small percent, but it's 20%. And I think that's where it's like, is Jalen Waddle enough? Is he a, is he a one or is he a really great two? Is he a one B? Um, I'm he's curious. A I don't know. I, I'm, he's a one B. I think he's a one. I, I think, think he's I think one. he's a one B. Yeah. But there are other he's one B. Bs that I like more than him in terms of like Devonte Smith, Brandon Ayuk, um, DK Metcalf. Ha ha ha! That's for the brand. Uh, and uh, and, and <laughs> T Higgins. I like all those guys a little bit more than Jalen Wall. But hey, right, receivers a load of position right now. So yeah, it's it's, absolutely. it's tough to rank these guys. No doubt. I would have Waddle just. Uh, I, I'd have him a touch ahead of T Higgins. Uh, but I have no qualms about him, uh, him behind somebody like DK Metcalf, uh, for sure. Uh, I, I mean, again, just DK is just a, such a physical force. But uh, but again, golly, I mean, we're really nitpicking here. Jalen Wall's a great yeah. player, great player, uh, amazing great player is Jalen Wall. <laughs>